Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Double Cleanse podcast with me, Robert Welsh. And me, James Welsh. Oh, okay. It's a podcast yeah. all about beauty, skincare, which is also beauty, YouTube, being on YouTube, the internet. I don't know. I don't You're know. panicking. You're panicking. <laughs> <laughs> How are you, James? How was your week? Yes. Oh, sorry. I don't know if you heard that there. My ring doorbell just went. I didn't hear it. That's a very quiet doorbell. Oh. Yeah. Um, no, it was my notification. Right. Um, so listen, um, I'm going to uh, Soho Farmhouse this week. Oh, how lovely. Oh, I love that. That's how everyone's going to talk. Hello, James. How lovely to see you. Yeah, it's one of those places where everyone's like, are you in media? Do you do media? Do you do media? Hello. Do you work in media? Are you in media? I I love it because it's so weird. It's really weird, right? You get, well, Soho House, I... Not to sound like a dick, but it was like a members club, which I used to go to all the time with all my old work colleagues. So it has a real, like, meaningful history for me. It does. Um, (laughs) Yeah, it does. Um, And they kind of, like, take your car away, right? With your bags in. And then you get driven to this place on, like, a milk float. And it's very culty. Imagine, like... You know, like in zombie apocalypse films where they make these little villages? Yeah, and and they're like, come in, we have food. Yeah, and then they secretly they're all cannibals and they're yeah. all gonna eat you. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It feels it feels very much that. You kind of arrive and you walk and everyone's there and there's like restaurants and stuff. Um and then the whole time you have this weird feeling that something's gonna happen, but I like it. <laughs> um But you do like horse riding, like clay pigeon shooting, there's a cinema, there's a spa, I get my hair cut while we're there. Um, it's going to be, it's, oh, I, uh, past the present tense. Like, we're not being there yet, but when this podcast comes out, we would. You just let anyone cut your hair? There's a barber. Yeah, but it's Soho House, so there's a standard Robert Welsh. Right. Well, that sounds like absolute hell to me. You would hate it. I would absolutely despise it, but I hope you have a good time. I will do. Um, what, what are you doing this coming week or have been up to this week? Do you know what? Nothing. I really don't think anything. I'm still doing things, getting shit done. Um, I think I have a boring week coming. A boring, like, two to three weeks coming up. No, because I'm on a holiday the third week. But a boring... But sometimes boring's good. Yeah. You know how difficult it is to dress for summer when all you wear is black? 
I don't, I hate thinking about it. I, it, it's been, I tried on everything I'm going to wear away, but it, and it's all black and I think I've managed to do it. Um, but what, what have you chosen? What are you, are you wearing shorts? I do have some shorts, but they're black and quite structured. Yeah. And then I bought these fucking, oh my God, these shoes. I was like, they look like summer shoes, whatever that means. So I bought them and I look like a ballerina, a Victorian ballerina is the only way I can describe <laughs> these shoes. They look completely different online. A dead Victorian a ballerina. A dead Victorian ballerina, but ends are like square. I'm like, when were these oh, so no. square? So that's that now. But I don't know. Oh. I don't, I just can't even, I don't even want to think about it. Yeah, this is my only problem with summer. If I just wish you could be cold in summer. Yeah. Like personally cold and you could wear whatever you want. Do you know what I mean? Personally cold. Personally cold. <laughs> but yeah, oh that's a shame. I do I hope you have a nice time. Babe. No, I will. It's going to be it's going to be all right. It'll be good. Uh, okay, if you say so. Listen, James, talking about say so. Is there anything you've been loving this week? <laughs> Yes, you know what? I'm actually going to talk about a website. Um, you know how we both go through obsessions and we spend too much money on it and we collect everything. And then we never do it for a and while. And then we never do it yeah. again. My current one is gel nails. Like, I'm current? obsessed. I thought that was... Car- oh, it's been going on for ages and it will be going on for ages, but I love Korean. Listen, you know I think Koreans do everything better. Yeah, but the do. Japanese and Korean nail art style is just like am- amazing. It's so yeah. interesting. There's like 3D stuff, there's patterns, there's like things like cow glitter, which is like glitter in the shape of cow sh- shapes. Yeah. <laughs> Not of cows, <laughs> but you know, like their little things. Oh. Um, <laughs> There's so many brands of gel nails. And there's a website called danginail.com who ship yeah. everything from um, Korea. But they do things like all the tools you need, like sets of gel nail, like sets that you need, um, like all the kind of decorative stuff. It's just really, really good. I'm obsessed. I sit there and I make um, wish lists and baskets of all the stuff that I want. My current favorite thing are these like gels um, from a brand called, I think they're just called Deco Gel um, or Deco Gel. And they're colored gels like this. Like a squeezy tube. Like a squeezy tube. You get purple, clear, um, black, uh, gold. You get silver and like loads of glitters and stuff like that. They just draw shapes on with them and then you set in a UV lamp. Like cake, those cake gels. Yes. Yes. Oh my God, that's so fun. Yes. Yes. So like one of the, like some of the key trends is like drawing like a squiggle in the middle or just a line or like a French tip in the And can you paint it out smooth so it's just a polish if you want You can do if you want, but then like, you know, there's no point. Why? Because you, they'll be quite opaque, but then there's something called syrup nails, which is that kind of um, gel. It's like a see-through, but still mm. colour. So it looks like just natural nail, a coloured natural nail. But I just feel like Korean and Japanese nails is a whole other realm of things to explore when it comes to Asian beauty in general, yeah. which I'm always obsessed nice. with. So danginail.com. Very, very nice. Um, oh God, I didn't want to ask you this in public, especially as our mum listens to this. But <laughs> is there anything you've been loving? Um, yes, there absolutely is, and I'm about to tell you right now. Uh, <laughs> and we'll go to a break. <laughs> and we'll go to a break. I have I mentioned it on this podcast already. So from Keys Soul Care, this is the, the sheer flush cheek tint. 
with sunflower Ooh. oil seed. These look, I um, spoke about this recently on an Instagram live and I held it up and everyone was like, oh my God, that is too bright. That's way too bright. It's not for me. I use the shade Bright Tangerine Orange, um, which is this bright orange basically. But when you put it on the cheeks, it really is just a flush of color. Um, it's not mm. like, uh, it looks like it's going to be full on neon orange, but when you put it on, it really is really light, really, really natural. Um, as you would expect from the brand, that's not key soul care thing is to give you like full pigmentation. And they just, um, also released alongside it, the comforting tinted lip balm with avocado oil, which is a similar thing. The shades look really strong and quite intense, but really natural, really, really mm. nice on the lip. I really, really like them. And they sit like, um, a really comfortable cream blush. It doesn't feel greasy. It doesn't feel like oily or anything like that. They're just really, really nice and comfortable. So if you want a cream blush or a tint, which I actually think you'll be able to use on the lip as well to be fair um this if a key soul care sheer flush cheek tint is stunning yeah they do remind me of like those multi balms you know that's is, yeah that's exactly how i how i see it like yeah. the multi, do not annoy multi. do not annoy me about that launch mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm i'm ready to smack pete now no <laughs> what annoyed you about that <laughs> was everyone's like but alicia keys went through this whole thing about not wearing makeup and you know she's an advocate for not wearing makeup and i think what people miss was the more the statement she was trying to make at that yeah. moment in yeah. time yeah. Like, it doesn't necessarily mean that she's never allowed to wear makeup again yeah and oh the, fact, the makeup that she has produced is very light coverage it looks very natural if that's what what you want to call it it's more like enhancements rather than full coverage I guess. yes and also she can do what the fuck she wants she's alicia keys have some respect yeah and you have to think, you know, what What do your, or as a brand, what do your audience like? And, you know, not every single customer of hers is never going to wear makeup. She, and she's if they made, are, they yeah. probably are going to have light. Right. You know? And the colour product she has made sit really nicely with skincare. It's like a tint you can put in your skin and no one will notice. You'll be absolutely fine. Listen, James, let's take a break. Break. Yeah, let's take a break. <laughs> <laughs> Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Well, we're back from the break. That was somewhat thrilling. Listen, okay. today, <laughs> what we want to do for you 
is have a look at the most Google skincare and makeup questions and see if we can help you out a little bit. A little bit. Yeah, I think they're always like, even if you're not thinking it, they're always just interesting questions and maybe things that have like passed your mind every now and then when it comes to skincare and makeup. You know what? They're the most Googled, so a lot of people have Googled it. Think about how many people use Google. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it must be what? Hundreds. It must be what? Hundreds. What? Hundreds of people. Do you want me to start with one? Yeah, should we just go back and forth? Yeah, so let me start with this one, because this is very interesting. Makeup tutorial for older women. Mm. Let me talk about this, right? I mentioned this on, I think it was Twitter. I was looking at some foundation reviews, because there was this foundation I really didn't like. And I was like, surely I'm doing something wrong. It can't be this shit. It turns out it was. Um, It was just shit. And I was watching (laughs) this person's review, and they described their skin as mature... Mm. And I looked at this person's face and I was like, there is nothing mature about your skin um, in terms of texture, in terms of visually. But as she was applying product, you didn't see lack of elasticity. You didn't see like anything like that. It was very firm and very plump. And what I figured out, and I I knew this before from doing clubs. Sorry. And I'll just say what you mean by that is not like... There's a separation, right, between just being older and having mature That's skin. That's exactly what I'm going to say. Right. There oh, okay, is, sorry, right. And from, from, like, working on clients, I was like, my skin's, like, mature now. Just because you hit a certain age doesn't mean that suddenly your skin is mature. For a lot of people, yes, it does work like that. But I have seen 50-year-olds with better skin than a 30-year-old. Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't quite work out that way. Some people are extremely lucky and have amazing, incredible skin, throughout their whole life so it's no no one's fault but just because your skin just because you are certain age it doesn't mean your skin is mature skin so let's start with that first you need to take a look at your skin is it dragging when you move when you apply products on the face what's happening do you still have elasticity is the skin still quite firm do you have deep set lines do you have deep set wrinkles if not you're not mature just because you're 50 plus doesn't mean you have mature skin so saying that, there are some rules that people kind of skip for mature skin. I think when everyone's like, mature skin, calm it down a little bit. Don't do this as rules. Like, don't mm-hmm. use glitter on your eyelids. One, you can do whatever you like. But there are a few things that help with mature skin. For for me, like when we think of like radiant skin, right? We think of younger skin for some reason, because that's the way we've been programmed to believe. We think radiance. We think rosy cheeks. Grow, grow, rosy, rosy cheeks. Growing skin. Tight, so, bouncy. Tight, exactly. So when does your skin feel the most like bouncy and plump is when it looks a little bit more hydrated, a little bit more glowy. Listen, a good highlighter, a good cream highlighter with no glitter, just like a nice shine is the best thing to go for. Just bounce it in areas of your skin, not over fine lines. And honestly, it will make you look 10 years younger. It's 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 the, the best thing. The best thing. A correct color match for your foundation as well. And then do whatever the fuck you like with everything else. <laughs> yeah, but also the skincare prep, um, the makeup prep as well as yeah, hydrate. Absolutely. Keeping skin hydrated and yeah. moisturized is key to making it look plump. And what flavor Pepsi Max is that? James, lime. Can you believe? No. If you go on Ocado, they have lime, they have raspberry, they have cherry, they have raspberry. vanilla Coke Zero, they have other fla- various flavors. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) And they'll deliver to your house. 
Yes, that's what they do. Okay, here, here's literally the first thing that came up when you type in skincare into Google, right? Yeah. Is skincare ingredient checker. Now, oh. are you aware what that is? I think it's pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> <laughs> now, do you know what is ingredients? Now, how do I mean? So... This is usually, we're thinking, think dirty, we're thinking the EWG, where you type in all the ingredients in a skincare product, or you select a product, and then dissect its ingredients. And these are websites that rank each ingredient, individual ingredient, by what they do, and how harmful they are to our skin. I say harmful in quotations, because this is the issue with skincare ingredient checkers, is that they are usually made by brands like the EWG, Think Dirty is the EWG's Uh. app, and they demonize things like parabens, all the no nasties, clean, kind of all, they are very much that. The issue, what they do is they cherry pick at these studies that have often been disproven, or they take out of context and say that certain ingredients are dangerous for you. However, what they also do is um, charge brands for a seal of approval. So you go onto these ingredient hey. checker websites and you can shop safe cosmetics in quotations. Mm-hmm. Another issue with taking a skincare product and dissecting it by ingredients is you don't get the whole picture. It's like looking at a cake and going, oh my god, this cake has salt in it, too much salt can kill you, I'm not gonna have it. Right. And really, in a cake, you, a cake, you add, what, like a pinch of salt, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Us as chefs it's like, no. Yeah, us chiefs would know. Um, <laughs> so that's another thing as well, as people will look at these ingredients and be like, oh, it's got that in, that's not good for my skin, that's not good for my skin. Another issue is people use these apps, there's one that went pretty viral recently, that will take an expensive product and show you a dupe for it. So use your cheaper alternative. Um, or, you know, just every single product that has similar, if not the same ingredients, saying that it's a dupe for that, that more expensive product. Yeah. Here's the issue. Just because it's the same ingredients, it doesn't mean it's the same products. Formulation is everything when it comes to skincare. Again, using the cake analogy, which is popular within skincare, if you and me as a team were given a cake ingredient and then we had Gordon Ramsay next to us with the same ingredients, uh, we both worked in our own kitchens. So we would work in your kitchen, Gordon Ramsay would go to his professional kitchen. Who do you think is going to come out with a better cake using the exact same ingredients? Us. No, Gordon Ramsay. (laughs) Gordon (laughs) Ramsay. So that's the problem with these ingredient checkers as well. They're good to check for things like allergies, or maybe you are after like a star ingredient like niacinamide or vitamin C, or you love centella and you want to make sure that that ingredient was in that uh, product. They're, They're good. They're fine but they don't tell you everything you need to know about a product. Exactly. And you cannot review a product by just looking at the ingredients. No, exactly. So this is a, this is a great question, Andy. Oh, have you ever watched Real Housewives of, um, yeah. Thingy? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Great question, Andy. Um, this is, this asks, is makeup primer necessary? Listen, this is a very sore and sensitive subject for a lot of people. I feel like you are all about primers. Eye are primer, you? yes. Eye primer, right. yes. Mm, and I believe a lot of professional makeup artists will tell you primer isn't necessary. 
But then a lot of people who are just, you know, makeup users will tell you it is. And I'm somewhere mm. in between because I could go without makeup primer forever if I wanted to. But then Question. I have, Yeah, oh my God. I don't really know what a makeup primer does other than according to TikTok, blur pause. So it doesn't even do that because, you know, TikTok right, okay. filters. It does yeah, sometimes yeah. give the impression of being blurred, but it's just, it's just mattified basically. Um, So a primer is a few things. Primers used to be a barrier between your foundation and your skin, making your foundation last a lot longer. Yeah. However, now they do do different things like blur, mattify, hydrate. Some of them have a shine to them. Some of them are pore filling. They're all different things. So it's almost like, um, no, I can't even compare it to anything to be honest with you. Um, It's almost like a helping aid to your foundation. A lot of people don't, think it helps in any way. However, I have used primers that have really helped with the longevity of my um, Mm. foundation. Because I'm oily, it's helped my oily skin. However, if somebody wasn't oily and was just a regular everyday (laughs) non-oily person, (laughs) there wouldn't be a primer I would recommend, you know? I was going to say, so it really does depend on your skin skin type. type. And I I think people with drier skin, especially with like... um, maybe flakier skin, someone with eczema, somebody with something visibly uh, textured to the skin, it's quite a nice idea to have a primer because you don't know how the foundation is going to act with the skin. It's nice to have that barrier between your skin and the product as well. The only primer I think is necessary is eye primer. Like get an eye primer. Because because eyelids are so oily and it helps. And and it's actually a visual help. You know what I mean? And um, whereas eyeshadow, yeah. you don't really get as many textures of eyeshadow. Whereas foundations, you get different finishes, hydrating, they all, BB cream, CC cream, all these different options. Whereas eyeshadow is powder. It's powder or it's glitter or it's a cream, but you don't really need a powder or cream eyeshadow. So um, is that another, <laughs> what was that? Was that a bird? Okay, yeah. Frankie's coming in here and he's got like a little squeaky toy in his mouth. Aww. You stay over there, baby. So whatever skin type you have, would there be a case where you should wear a primer if you're wearing like a foundation versus a BB cream versus a CC cream, do I mean, does it ever depend on what you're putting on top of the primer rather than what's under the primer? Yeah. Yeah. So if if somebody, if an oilier person wanted to use a BB cream, I would more than likely use something to help with that. The thing Mm. is as well, when it comes to skin, if say for example, I've had a bride, I've always suggested Mm -hmm. they do something with their skin in the months leading up to their wedding. Cause I would do a trial, like numerous trials. If they have textured skin, you know, um, exfoliate here, use this, use this. I'll always recommend something to almost like repair the skin before the day. So we don't have to over prep because over prep at the end of the day does lead to less, you know, longer lasting makeup. Uh, okay. So it, it really does boil down to what you're, you know, I think it's it's more texture for me. I think a primer though that is like aggressively overlooked is a lip primer. Lip primers are incredible. Aww. They just smooth out the lip, wear it as a lip balm by itself under a gloss. And it's more of a visual of a smooth lip. I, I, I do really like primers and I think I am interested when new primers launch. But yeah. if, if somebody was like, you can never have primer again, I wouldn't be like, oh, just... End me now, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get that, of course. Um, okay, so the my next one is skincare fridge. <laughs> <laughs> now, this was a trend, and it still kind of is, and I feel like this is one of those things where, you know, 
every brand kind of launched their own version of this as like a quick gimmick or like a giveaway. Um, yeah, they did. And it was just kind like of a little, thing. just put, whack your logo on some sourced yeah. fridge from Amazon. AliExpress or Amazon. Exactly. Yeah. Um, which is fine. Um, but it kind of came with this idea that uh, cold skincare was better for your skin. Right. Because people like it kind of speeds up what you, I, by the it way, none of this, this is all skin. stuff. Yeah. It firms yeah. your skin. It cools down your skin. It can yeah. enhance the ingredients in skincare. None Hot of which is true. No. Good. no right. Yeah. None of which is true. Cold skincare can feel nice on your skin. And there's apps. I'm going to keep this one short. There's absolutely no problem with putting skincare in a fridge. Um, formulations are tested at different kind of, you know, levels of coldness, um, different temperatures, you know, some ingredients may not be best in a fridge. Yeah, exactly. Products are in temperature controlled packaging as well. So yeah. their, their point in packaging is not just to look pretty, which it is, but also you have to think about how the formula is going to sit throughout different temperatures in that packaging also right exactly and what it would be nice to keep things like you know sheet masks and your beauty tools and all that kind of stuff yeah. there's nothing wrong with cooling down your skin care to feel nice on your skin is it necessary do you benefit in any way no not really like i wouldn't be running out and buying a skincare fridge also i'm terrified that they're gonna catch fire all the time i'm so scared that it's on. gonna explode yeah so yeah skincare fridge not necessary Buy one if you want one, or you can just stick a moisturizer in your fridge and some sheet masks. And yeah, I can imagine it might feel good if you maybe put like your body moisturizer in it over summer, or yeah, why you know, not? or maybe like, in the morning yeah. it's nice to have that coldness just to make you feel like oh, fuck, yeah. it's the day. It's com- <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> shit, <laughs> shit, it's the daytime. I mean, I guess it's convenient. <laughs> convenient to have a fridge next to your other skincare yeah. but for me there, there are products that are cooling on the skin without you know using menthol like Cosrx snail moisturizer always feels a bit cold for some reason anyway I mean I don't necessarily think and then once it touches your skin that warmth kind of immediately you know transfers into the product whatever so it's, it's I just kind of don't think there's any need for them you not shove a spoon in a fridge yeah put a spoon in your fridge what's <laughs> your next one this is a really strange one. How much makeup should I own? I kind of get that though. Because I think people are like, I think what they're really asking is what is the core basics of what someone needs to have, I guess, like pretty much everything yeah. covered. And I think we're told that we need, you need everything. You need this, you need this. You know what you need? Foundation, yeah. concealer. Concealer isn't even 100% necessary eye primer, a neutral eyeshadow, a gloss, a lipstick, mascara, brown, black eye pencil, done. Brow pencil or brow gel. That's it. That's your list right there. Hi. There we go, honeys. Rewind that. Write that down. Frankie's really upset because I told him he would die if he ate too much card. (laughs) He's sitting here like sulking. I'm just looking out for you. You had appendicitis. You told him he was going to eat silica gel and die. Yeah, I know, I, yeah. I, I know he wasn't, but I just wanted to scare him and now he's upset. I'm talking like he actually knew what I was talking about. <laughs> I know, yeah, like he understands you. Um, should I do my one? Yeah, that's how we're doing this. No. <laughs> yeah. 
I don't know if you were done done. So my next one is skincare for men. Now I wasn't going to do this one because we all know, but just a a reminder that um, men and women don't need different skincare, but I do understand the want for more if you like the more kind of like stereotypically masculine packaging. I understand the need for that and the want for that. Um, But the only difference really is that men have thicker skin and we often shave and shaving means we kind of like our skin has become thicker, meaning we can and possibly should exfoliate more depending on your skin. And can I just say as well, sorry, that wouldn't change the way found it. I had somebody comment on a video once that the foundation wasn't working because I have men's skin. I have treated my skin probably typically what people would consider female, like, (laughs) you know? Yeah, me too. My skin is very soft, very supple. I don't shave above where my facial hair grows, which is the only place I apply foundation. Men's and women, foundation is not going to sit differently on your skin. The only difference it's going to be is that people always associate men's skin with being typically uncared for. And that's what people yeah. think. And that's not the case. Yeah. Um, but that's it, really. If you want to buy men's skincare because it speaks to you as a as a look and a theme, then go ahead. I always say that whilst I think toxic masculinity is kind of annoying and I wish it didn't exist, I personally prefer, I guess, what you can class as the more feminine looking stuff. I like hmm. cute shit. Um, and that's just my taste, I guess. So if you like... Uh, fucking grenades and sharks on the side of your skincare, go for it. Yeah. Um, but you can use any old skincare you want. Just know your skincare just, concerns. Um, just don't buy makeup for men just because the product itself is shit. And, oh, um, it's just I, really bad. I will but say... Just what, buy black. Yeah, if you want to be like, for men, just buy black casing, black packaging. Every brand does it. Yeah. I feel like... Um, Maybe. Men's skincare is good the majority of the time if they're not doing like menthol, you know, shockwave in your mouth stuff. Do you yeah, mean? menthol um, shockwave. Whereas like makeup for men seems to be in your mouth, whereas makeup for men does seem to have a real kind of shitty quality. It all seems to be the same thing in different It packages. is. That's exactly it. It all seems to be the same thing. It's just some cheap crap. I wouldn't do it personally. No. No. Right. Same. Right, what's your next thing? So I have one more. This is a a good one. How much does a makeup artist earn? Now, I'm not going to say exactly because who knows at the end of the day, but there's loads of different corridors for a makeup artist, right? There's editorial, you can do fashion, you can do um, just weddings where you earn loads of money um, because everyone's getting married all the time and it's on a special day. But it's so stressful. Yeah, it's so stressful mm-hmm. as well. You have to travel a lot, so you charge a bit more. Fashion isn't the best paying. You can be an influencer, which is ridiculous paying for what it is, <laughs> for what you do. Um, yeah. Uh, you can own, like, you know, rent a chair somewhere and do that. And that that very much relies on yourself and how much, you know, you charge. People usually maybe charge from 30 to 80, depending on what they're doing with lashes, without lashes. It's it's down to you and it's it's down to what corridor you go in. It's very difficult to put a price on exactly what a makeup artist earns because there's so many levels as well. You have iconic makeup artists who are of course going to charge more. Celebrity makeup artists who can charge more. It's 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 very very different. It's it's almost like asking how much a I don't know who does things. I don't know 
a gardener um, owns? Like, what's the size of a garden? What are they doing oh, in that yeah, garden? Yeah. Where is this garden? You know, it's it's like, it's all different things. Are they, do they specialise in hedge trimming? Do they do shapes? Yeah. Do they make animal shapes, you know? Yeah, do they not do that? Does your makeup, I think... makeup arts do animal shapes? Let me know. Let me know. <laughs> I think really, though, like, the question is, is it like a viable living... Hmm. And how? And I think what it is, is like you said, it's constant doing things. For, like you were doing retail weddings yes. and fashion all at the same time. All at the and same you weren't earning time. that much money. Not at all. Not at all. Because back then, anyway, it was a lot harder to get your name out. You had to work for it. I think people get this idea that because they're good at makeup, they can be a makeup artist on other people. And it doesn't work mm-hmm. like that. You have to have practice and you know all this other stuff and make a name for yourself and it's not quite um it's not quite easy it's not as easy as people think it does it seems very glamorous but let me tell you it's not after your fourth client of the day and your back hurts your arm hurts and you're bored of people's stinking breath it's because they've had a cigarette just in before the they came in two o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. and you're freezing cold because for some reason i don't know it's cold <laughs> <laughs> Right. <laughs> and all you earn that, made that day is £10. <laughs> yeah, yeah. £10 tip, which you have to share. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or the experience is what you've earned. Or, you know, a, a print for your a portfolio. It's, you know. Well, that's the thing. Like, a lot of it, depending, if you do want to go down the fashion route, is you work for, back then you used to work for experience, whereas mm-hmm. nowadays people would, I guess, say that, you know, that that's illegal, you shouldn't be doing that. I don't know exactly, what, you know, exactly. people feel. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah. Okay, my last one is gonna be, is skincare a hoax? <laughs> now, <laughs> yeah, it's not real, it's a myth. Yeah, um, if you watch the moon get, landing I, really closely, there's a bottle of Clearasal. <laughs> yeah, there's skincare in the corner. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think this comes from p- those kind of people that are like, well, I don't do anything to my skin and my skin's fine. Mm-hmm. And that's good for you. Like, well fucking done for you. Very good the for you. The issue is, very good for you. Skincare has helped a lot of people, so yeah. much so that there are actual prescription-only medical yeah. skincare. Yeah. Um, you know, there are there's science behind it. And whilst I know from a lot of the women I talk to that work within skincare science, whilst a lot of people look down on it and it's not as respected as it should be, it is a science. Um, and people know how the skin works and formulate these products to penetrate the skin or that kind of stuff. The reason why these people probably think skincare is a hoax is because they're genetically gifted with very nice skin. Right. Um, I do feel like there's a lot of kind of like um, sidestepping in skincare. You know, our product could do this and could potentially help yeah, with this. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of unnecessary products. There's a lot of... Um, overproduction of products um which we talked about before like revolution beauty for example skincare makeup they're pumping it out every day every Mm. every couple minutes um but no it's not a myth and it's helped a lot of people exactly exactly but i would say that because i'm sponsored by big pharma and i'm sponsored by the queen oh oh say can you see and God save the queen. queen. So, <laughs> should we end it there? <laughs> yeah, that was a perfect ending to a beautiful, beautiful 
web webisode. Listen, for more of everything, you can find webisode. us on YouTube, The Welsh Twins. You can find me for more makeup content on YouTube, Robert Welsh. And me on YouTube as well, James Welsh. Yeah. And then uh, other links will be in our description boxes. So take a look. It's a fun time. Yeah, you're going to have a really fun time. Fun time. All right. Fun well, we'll see you. <laughs> Guaranteed fun time. <laughs> fun time. <laughs> we'll see you next week, Hans. Bye, honey. Bye. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.